The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Can't get enough? Dive back in with discussions about the latest episodes, the dramas, and the storylines from the most entertaining and addictive reality shows you love to hate or hate to love. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It's You Get a Rose with Marley McMillan. I got rejected. I feel like I was left alone. And I'm embarrassed. I feel like there was no interest there. Dude, I'm actually shocked, to be honest with you. My theory is, is if you want something, you'll make time for it. And so, just shows that um, I'm going home this week, so. Welcome back to You Get a Rose. Hey, it's Marley, <laughs> and I'm here with Mary. Hey, Mar. We are excited to talk about the latest episode of The Bachelorette. Uh, we just heard a little bit from Chris, and we are going to get to him. We're going to get to the two-on-one date. We're going to get to Wayne Newton and also a couple things elsewhere in Bachelor Nation, including the Bachelor in Paradise cast and a recent Bachelor breakup. All of that is to come on this episode of You Get a Rose. Thanks for joining us. Mary, let's begin with Chris. I still haven't been able to wrap my head around why he got the first one-on-one. I don't Can either. you? Like, no. what? What? Yeah, no. I, I don't know, and I don't know what she sees in him. He just feels extremely insecure at this point. I think that's the number one emotion. I was trying to put my finger on it. That's what he feels to me, is yes. so unbelievably insecure, and that's yep. why he's so sort of overcompensates with this kind of false confidence, mm-hmm. I think, and smoothness. Yes. Uh, and then otherwise, I just, yeah, he just feels like a Miami kind of sleazy club guy. And I don't know what she is seeing yeah, in him right I now. I don't either. I know. I think it must be a case where maybe he's a little more attractive in person, but that she's probably watching it back now and going, what? Maybe like I when thinking? you're up close and personal with those teeny tiny baby <laughs> okay, ears, they're kind of like an illusion and okay. you can't really see them. Okay, Mayor, I think okay. I've gotten to the bottom of the baby hair mystery. Please tell me. Okay, so this is what has changed from the past episodes to this week, yeah. is that before he had the straight across yes. teeny tiny It bangs. has gotten more subtle, I will say. Okay, but yeah. so this is it, because he shaves that hairline so that it is a perfect straight across line, and then... The baby bangs before were the grow out from that, which is why they were so straight across. So he oh. shaves that hairline. Like, you know how some guys will shave in the part yeah, of their hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing that with the front of his hairline, which again. Wow. Is that a look that people are going for these days? I don't know. And I don't really think so. I think, wow. again, he's maybe Miami and kind okay. of that may be a style in some circles, but it, another red flag that he is actually practicing that man's sort of appearance, th- that groom, that level yes. of grooming. Yes. And could we call it manscaping? Yes. Would that fall into the category of manscaping? Sure. sure. Man, <laughs> I just have, I, I, I don't get it from, I haven't gotten it from yes, the beginning. Like usually either. we see the first one-on-one date go to like a really promising person. Like Be- Becca, for example, mm-hmm. last season with Ari, Becca got the first one-on-one. And that usually is kind of the trend. You know, someone who's really impressive on the first night, like makes an awesome impression. Um, I've just been sort of puzzled. Same. I think from the beginning that it's that was Chris. 
I think he's just kind of a smooth talker, and she wasn't able to see through that somehow. Okay. She just wasn't able to see through it, and I'm yeah. sure she is now, but to us, it is so obvious that he's just kind of this over-the-top so emotionally insecure for him to be mm-hmm. threatened like that and throw yes. a fit and say he's going to leave. And then and that goes along with, and we're able to see it more clearly now, the over-the-top statements that he's always made. This yep. kind of like smooth, oh, yes. Uh, everything feels like it's something that he wrote down and is saying. Yes. It yes. just is not, it has never felt authentic. And now right. I think we kind of, he cracked a little bit and it's like, oh, that's why is because it's this, you know, very lightly papered paper mache over his oh, entire body, oh. and on the inside is crippling wow. self consciousness. <laughs> right, right. So the whole outside of him yes. is coated with some light, light paper mache, <laughs> yeah. ready yes. to be cracked at the seam at any moment. Yes, and it can be cracked by just the slightest change of the wind. Yes, it seems like. Yes, like, he seems like the kind of guy who has no stability in his own emotion or his own sense of self. So any little thing, up or down, just totally sweeps him away. Yes, and I have to also just mention that the physical comparisons to Chris are the only thing that I really enjoy about his presence on the okay. show right now. As in Derek Zoolander? As in Derek Zoolander, but it doesn't end there. It goes Derek Zoolander, and then it goes... Eddie from Friends, oh, who is yeah, that guy. <laughs> Ross's creepy roommate. Mary had to come over to yeah. my mic to be able to look at this. Um, creepy roommate, remember, who yeah, kind of I like do. doesn't I leave do them alone. Now. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. The second one is Ron Perlman, who I don't really know, but he was on Sons of Anarchy and also a striking resemblance. Wow. I don't know who that person is because I didn't watch that show, but yeah. that does look Doesn't like Doesn't it look Chris like him? In- like 30 years, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, that's exactly what the tweet says. Yes. <laughs> in 30 years. Yeah. I didn't even read that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then the oh final one, the final one is from at Lettuce Send It, and they said, let us reflect on the fact that the more Chris speaks, the more he resembles yeah. a small rat. Yeah. And and those are just, those are really the only joy that I'm getting from Chris's presence on the show, aside from maybe solving the baby bang mystery, because, hey, that's... You know, I mean, how a little you, bit of how satisfaction. How did you get to the bottom of that? And it's kind of interesting to find out about that male grooming trend. How did you, where did that moment of insight come from? That light bulb moment for you? I just realized that this week he didn't have the baby bangs. Yeah. This week he had just a very manicured yeah. part. And so he must be shaving that. Okay. And then otherwise, it had otherwise grown out the other days. Man. And then I asked Jason and Alexis from My Talk 1071 oh. Radio this morning. And I said, this is what I think he's doing. And Jason said, that is what he's okay. doing. Okay. Okay. So, got got it. it. Confirmed from a man. Yes. Okay. About manscaping. So while we're talking about men's, you know, we grooming? just get a little bit superficial yeah. here sometimes. Sorry Why do we always it? get so carried away with well, these grooming it's things? It's a TV show. It's it's a visual medium. We can't it's help true. it. But, it's true. It's um, true. I don't even know if we can call this a grooming topic, but we've got to go straight from Chris to Wayne Newton. This is what I will say about Wayne Newton. It was the elephant in the room how weird he looked. Yeah. No one, obviously, you're not going to say anything about it. You're just going to say we've got Vegas legend Wayne Newton. Mm -hmm. Uh, But everyone that was there, everyone that was watching at home, the only thing anyone was thinking about that entire date was how weird Wayne Newton looks. 
And it's, I don't even mean that as a mean thing. It's just that someone had to say something, mm-hmm. okay? And it is just sort of a cautionary tale is what uh, Elizabeth Reese at My Talk 1071 okay. also and Twin yep. Cities Live uh, TV. She said that today. It's a cautionary tale, but it also, I think, is just a reflection of certain parts of the country and certain parts of the world where plastic surgery is the norm and sure. kind of what happens when to the rest of the world it is so unbelievably extreme that you can't yes. even believe that that happened to someone. Yeah. And like are you sort of saying that in other parts of the country he would maybe blend in as like sort of a more normal looking face? Like I think not only must he have had he got into it early into plastic surgery and probably has some sort of maybe like got a little bit of an addiction and definitely also had some bad work. Okay. Those are the things that I think maybe have happened. But I also think that people who live in L.A. or um, other areas where plastic surgery is much more prominent, that is a more normal look. People yep. grow up and are accustomed to that and they don't realize, therefore, when they've gone too far. I see what you're saying. When they yeah, have too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. That yep. like he's got way too much and I don't even think that he knows it. And yeah. it just is so sad and maybe like your point of reference if yes. everybody around you is getting a lot of plastic yes, surgery exactly. like nothing is there as like a checks and balances That's sort of measure <laughs> exactly what i mean yep. is that yep. he doesn't know that it's too far that yep. for him i think is somewhere in the norm and it is so far it's out of the so norm so much yes oh my and word it is just it's it's fine as long as he has it happy and again i mean I don't say this without saying clearly he's laughing all the way to the bank because yeah. he is living a lovely, lovely life yeah. and, and good for Kathleen him. Kathleen seems great and they seem to have a really nice love between them. Remember I hope Kath- so. Remember Kathleen? Uh, yes, I do, but yeah. I hope so because I, if I were her, I would have wanted to die. <laughs> and I was wondering if she wanted to die too. When he went in for that kiss after Don Cachane. <laughs> the second rendition. Um... I just, I I don't know. Who do you think was more disgusted by being kissed on this episode? Kathleen when she was kissed on the lips by Wayne Newton or Becca when she was kissed on the lips by Jordan? Possibly possibly equal amounts. Okay. Which okay. I think is very sad. I would really want it to be Becca. Yeah, but right. I, I wonder if Catherine really is in that Kathleen. marriage. Kathleen. Kathleen. If she is there for the right reasons. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Okay. But otherwise. But it wasn't only his face though too. It was just the whole awkwardness of every interaction on that date like he would just kind of show up alongside one of the guys kind of try to naturally work his way in it wasn't a good date it wasn't a good date it wasn't and didn't we just do lyrics let's do something else exactly it wasn't a good date because they already kind of just did it and then second because no one was good at it and it yeah. it wasn't that entertaining so it kind of benefited nobody yeah except for maybe wayne newton who maybe you know might sell out having a moment a couple more shows now <laughs> yeah. i guess i don't know um so is he like a pretty big deal in vegas he must be wayne newton is kind of a legend He's i mean a big he deal is okay. a big deal he's been incredibly successful i, I know i've always known who wayne newton is yeah, and i yeah. think he's yeah always been in vegas and had a name for himself but again he he uh well i, I guess he's still he's still doing well but it just to me he, it just is sad that he doesn't look like wayne newton and sure. he was an incredibly good looking guy really um but again he seems to be doing 
just fine. Yeah. So I won't worry yep. too much about that. Okay. You do you, Wayne Newton. Exactly. You yep. do you. <laughs> you do you. Uh, so let's go to Becca's uh, date with okay. Jordan, which w- started out as a two-on-one date. And... This two-on-one date was, as per usual, the most awkward that producers can possibly make it. They had this two-on-one date where Jordan and David, who've been feuding the entire season, are they're all in a desert, and the only thing there to do is sit on a bed and yep. otherwise talk on the rocks. Don't you feel like this was exactly yes. Ashley Eyes two-on-one? Who was she with? Chris Souls, and then another woman. It who was, was Kelsey. Kind of mean. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Remember, her name. Yeah. it was Kelsey who was married to Sanderson Poe. Yes, and if you don't... Remember Sanderson? No, I don't know who Sanderson is. Kelsey, her whole story was that she was married and that husband passed away. Remember? And it all seemed like very fabricated and like it was hard to believe. But I I think it was her real, real life legitimate story. Yeah. But eventually it came out of the woodwork that the husband's name was Sanderson Poe. What's wrong with that? I can't believe you remember it. Oh, well, what's wrong with it? Is that a name that's just I don't know. is that an is that a name that you hear very I on a regular basis? I don't know what is real and what is not. Okay, at you this don't even point. know what to believe with anymore. Chris's baby bangs with yeah. Wayne Newton's face hey, and okay. that crazy eye, <laughs> <laughs> and Kelsey's husband's name. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know what is real at this point. Like, what world are we living in? Seriously, I don't. When know. When we're in this many seasons deep into yeah. this show, it's like things are going to get really confusing. Yeah, it really is. So we should remind you, though, what Mary is referencing is um, Chris Souls, who from Iowa was the uh, the bachelor farmer. Also, yeah. coincidentally, a restaurant that, here. It's like super cool spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he was the, what, what was his like, oh, Prince Farming. That's that's what they called it. I was like, what was his catchphrase? Yeah. Um, so anyway, you're totally right. They were on that two-on-one date. Classic that they leave the, whoever the person cast aside is in that desolate desert. Yep. They had that same like futon bed Mm -hmm. thing set up in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Which is completely, again, producer setup because all the producers want is to put these people in the conditions for the most amount of drama. Yep. And so they're not going to go on a water slide because then they will have fun. Yep. Becca wanted to have fun on this date. There was no fun had. There was only a bed. And otherwise, you had to just talk on the rocks. Exactly. And it was all going to be fighting. And that's what it was. Yep. So David needed to be told what the show was that he was going on. Okay. David had no idea that anyone there is not there for the right reasons. David felt like he was really yeah. revealing something really profound to yep. us, which was that Jordan yep. wasn't there for the right reasons. Yeah. And we're like, David, we're all in on it. We yeah. get it. We know. Why are you wasting your time on Absolutely. this? Absolutely. I mean, I think if, if someone went in blind to the show, I felt like David had never seen the show. Because then you might know about those kinds of people and you would yep. just ignore them. But he... Had never seen the show before and was very clearly out of the loop that we were all already in. Yeah, like we all know, David. Yes, exactly. We get it. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> right. like, we don't care. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, just have a good time. Yeah. And Becca doesn't really yeah. either, probably. Yeah. Oh, it man. Was, I just felt like, David, you're probably a really smart, normal guy, but you are really, you're the only one kind of out of the loop at this point. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then Jordan, he's been acting the whole time, I think. Yeah. Still. But uh, 
ultimately, I, I mean, I even got confused at that point. Like, is this an actor? Is Me he too. truly this there narcissistic? There were a couple of moments with Jordan on this episode where I thought, wait a second. Yeah. Maybe this is just for real Jordan's personality. Yeah. I, I It got, it turned into a little bit of a gray same, area for me. Same. Which, it was uncomfortable to be in that space. Or that he just was so committed to his storyline. Yep. And wasn't going to forfeit that and no matter what was just there to up his profile and have fun and be a be a producer plant. Yep. That there was absolutely no way he was ever going to drop that guys. I just couldn't tell if that really was yep. he was that committed or that he is like that. That he is I, like that? I know. Well, it it appears as though he will be in paradise, Mara. He will be in paradise. So hopefully we'll get a little bit more insight to who is the real Jordan. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, it'll probably be a bit more clear in that setting. Absolutely. What's really going on with that guy. Okay, so let's just pivot and talk about who is actually coming to paradise. We've already mentioned that Jordan is going to be there. David is also going to be there. David's going to be there too? David is going to oh, be there I too. I didn't see that. Oh, yes, boy. I know. So I hope that drama doesn't go too far. Yep. Hopefully David's been smacked around a little bit with some <laughs> bachelor knowledge at this point. Totally. Okay, so a couple other people that are going to be there. Annalise from Ari's season. She Annalise. Is, she is hashtag bumper car trauma. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. A real crier. Uh, Bibiana from Ari's season. Yes. Yes. I liked her. Me too. Bibiana. She brings the drama. She'll be super fun on Paradise. Yeah. Chelsea, the model from Ari's season. Yep. Hashtag glam shaming. Yep. Um, She'll be good. Uh, Eric Bigger from Rachel's yep. season, who we liked. We out here. Okay, and Barry the lead. Yeah. Joe the Grocer. Your guy. It's your guy, Joe. Joe the Grocer. Yep. Is going to be in paradise. I think it is no, it is no simple feat to be on paradise when you've been kicked off night one. I mean, <laughs> that cannot happen very often. It's it's kind of amazing and also a little bit uh it's a little bit addicting, I think, the the amount of influence that fan base and Bachelor Nation has on the actual kind of results of yeah. this show. I yep. mean everyone went kind of viral for Joe yep. and therefore he is on Bachelor yeah. in Paradise. It gives yeah. like Bachelor Nation some power. It's sort of like um democratic that way. It is. Sort of like representation by the people for the people. You know, it's kind of what we may call checks and balances. The American dream. Democracy. (laughs) House of Representatives. Yep. Congress. (laughs) (laughs) Executive branch. The Senate. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's good that that's the extent that our political talk on this show will ever go. I mean... (laughs) Checks and balances. That's as far. Checks and balances have been mentioned twice now. That is true. That is true. This is our political episode. Right. Mary and Marley get political. <laughs> Government themed. Um, okay, let's see. Who else is going to be yeah. there? John. Uh, John. Oh, yeah, yeah, John. Who was eliminated last night as yep. well. So yep. uh, John invented the app for Venmo. Yep. People are really sad and about John going And then became it. Yeah. Beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Mary alleged in one of the past episodes, I think maybe last week, that he yeah. may also be an app. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. would describe him as somewhat robotic. Yeah. A lot of people are kind of sad about him going. Aww, a lot of people. He was I, endearing. I know. So people I talked to today, though, were like, I really liked John. He was really nice. And I thought, 
he was really nice, a little robotic. And yep. then I also thought, though, he went home because he wasn't her type at all. He Absolutely. Been... I mean, he yeah. needed to go home. I think what was sort of um, a little bit what what added an extra layer of burn for John going home is that Chris stayed instead. Is that he had to Venmo her after <laughs> the episode for some food or, so. you know, they grabbed T-Bell the night before and he had to Venmo He's her. like, so much for your Venmo account, Becca. She, Consider it canceled. <laughs> she's like, dang, my Venmo app isn't working. I guess I have to call John <laughs> to fix it. So much for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so John's like, I hope you liked Venmo while, it, while yeah. you had it. He's like, good luck with yeah. PayPal. <laughs> yeah. Good luck writing checks to people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll be spending a lot of time in the line for the ATM in your future, Becca. Yeah. All right, that's probably enough of the Venmo <laughs> joke, do you think? Of We've probably Venmo. exhausted it. <laughs> enough of our Venmo. Do you have any other Venmo theme no, jokes? No, no, okay, I think I'm out too. That's all I had. All right. Um but the thing is John is going to have no problem getting women. Okay. okay. He's a successful, yeah. pretty attractive guy yep. who is obviously very smart and has a good career. Okay. He's going to have no problem getting a lady, but he was not Becca's type. And when yeah. he was walking out, I kind of felt like, you know, there was just kind of a way of him walking out that I felt like, yeah, he is not really yeah. in, you know, he's not, I, Becca's not into that. Yep. Um, And then I thought, what is her type? Well, it is the athletes. And yeah. John, again, as yep. we... Yeah, we, we know. We, we know, John. We know you never played we know. football, John. Yeah. Okay. All right. That can really remain. That, that. <laughs> that can remain unsaid. So one thing <gasps> I really, really yeah. enjoy about Becca yeah. is she is so transparent. I know she cannot fake it that she's into someone. No, she. Her can't. body language and her facial expressions yes. just give her away. Yeah. Like even the change from her body language when she was sitting on the couch with Chris, mm -hmm. and then when Will's came back, and like after yes. that really uncomfortable banter back and forth, which was excruciating to watch. So. But once Chris finally left and Will sat back down, she like yeah. melted yes. into him. Yeah. I was like, she's so obvious, yes. you know? I, I like it. I love it because there's no false sort of pretense or foil that a lot of people have when they're on TV yep. or on any sort of entertainment medium. She's yep. truly being honest. Yes. And I, I love that. And I also think a lot of people are asking, um, do you like Becca and do you like this season and all that kind of thing? And to me, I I love when people are authentic. Yes. And I think you can't fault them when they're being authentic. Yeah. You know, when people yep. are trying to please people is when they really get in trouble. You can, like, disagree with certain things with someone. But if they're being themselves, you kind of yeah. can't really argue with it. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, I totally think she's being 100% yeah. herself. It's always like when you hear people who were bachelors or bachelorettes and they say things like, oh, I knew my top two or three guys, like, you know, really early on, night yeah. one or two. Yeah. And then you think back to the whole season and you're like, wow, you really yes. were like very affectionate and very like initiating a lot of yeah. interaction with many other people. And it just feels like, yeah, you're like, what was that? Ew. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. With Becca, it's very clear who she likes. That's who she gives her affection to. And if she's not interested, it's like, Totally. Sort of icy cold. Yes, totally. <laughs> and we can all tell, and we love it. Yeah. Okay, something else we love, back to who's on Bachelor oh, yeah, in Paradise, yeah. okay, because there's there are a couple people okay. we still need to name. Kendall. Oh! Kendall is coming to Paradise. Wow! 
Yes. Yes. I don't see any guys on here that I feel like she's immediately going to go for. Okay. But my hopes is are high anybody, for Is anybody good enough for Kendall? <gasps> Maybe Kevin. Kevin. Kevin from Bachelor Kevin. Winter Games. <gasps> the one who Ashley I dumped for Jared. We're getting a Bachelor Winter Games? Um, yeah, a Mayor. foreigner up in here? Um, Yuki is going to be there. Oh, Yuki. Yuki, he speaks no English? Yeah. So, wow. Okay, this is also a great uh, just social media presence is that Wells tweeted a photo of him with Yuki and <laughs> um, I think, is it Jorge who's behind Yeah, the yeah, 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 the bartender. Bar okay, he tweeted a photo of those three together and he said, Paradise Lost oh. in translation, oh. which <laughs> is a good play on words. I yeah. appreciate that yeah. because, again, Yuki didn't speak any English and was on Bachelor Winter Games. Right. She's from Japan, I believe. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and yeah, I mean, basically just didn't speak any English. At first I thought like, oh, this is cute. Like she maybe just has sort of choppy English and she'll have to kind of like, you know, I know. It was just like, chime oh, in a little bit yeah. here and there. Like, oh, that'll be like, sort of interesting, yeah, you like, know? She'll know a little. No, no, no. no. Like, she really spoke no English. Yeah, yeah, which was just sort of like, okay. And, and like, what do you do at that point? Like, yeah. you cannot communicate. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think her presence on the show came down to someone kind of, I feel like, probably encouraged again from behind the scenes. Yep. Having a conversation with her, kind of being like, do you need to go? Do you need to go? And Yuki, I think, was kind of like, I don't want to go. But yeah. the person was kind of like... Yeah, kind of like, need to because fly on an yeah. airplane now. Yeah, back home. Yes, it felt encouraged. Yeah, it didn't really feel because like it was rem- Yuki's choice. She had like a full emotional breakdown when she had to leave yeah, Ben Higgins, who she claimed was her best friend. I know. Mm. I hope Ben Higgins shows up in Paradise, maybe for that reason. Ben Higgins, man. What if I if I had to pick a bachelor, I think that'd be my guy. I love Ben Higgins. Wait, like you just picking, you know, in a romantic way, like, oh, if I were together Like, I'm with very anyone? happily married, but if I yeah. could pick oh, a bachelor right. and marry that person okay. instead, it'd be Ben Higgins. Oh, got it. All right, cool. That's a yeah. fun game. Okay. <laughs> Couple more people that are on Bachelor yes. in Paradise that are worth noting. Kenny. Kenny. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. Big old Kenny wrestler yep. guy from Rachel's season. Yep. Um, Crystal. From Ari's season. Yes. Crystal is going to be there. Tia is going to be there. So those are pretty much the most notable people that are going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. We should mention right now, just while we are in the elsewhere in Bachelor Paradise world, that big Bachelor uh, breakup today from last year's Bachelor in Paradise, Derek and Taylor. Hmm. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised they stayed together this long, but Hmm. I was starting to believe their love story. Yeah, I I sort of bought it. Yeah, because they stayed together so long and they... She seems kind of polarizing, so I was kind of like, "Wow, they've yeah. been able to work through a lot already. Maybe yep. they are good." But well, I think when you have that that high of emotional intelligence, it's sort of like you make it work. Yeah, you know, like obstacles are coming your way, and you just tap into that EQ. Yes, and you just you work through it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe ultimately, maybe ultimately, he didn't want to mm. deal with that level mm. of emotional intelligence. Mm. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what happened, though. They said they were heartbroken, and I think they maybe were to some extent doing long distance. So maybe okay. that's why. But okay. just a little update on that. Uh, okay, let's do quotes. Let's. Overheard. She overheard something. On The Bachelorette. 
Okay, Mayor, I've only got a couple. All right, I've uh, got a few. Okay, I will kick it off with Colton. Uh, they had a one-on-one, which was very boring, and there's not really much to say about it, other than it looks like everything Colton says feels like he's reading it off cue cards. Absolutely. It feels so, he feel, he just feels totally fake. Agree. Um, but this, in this, you know, maybe kind of speaks to that. He said, frustration has been the one consistent emotion. And I thought, that's been the one consistent emotion, Colton? Frustration? Yep. Nothing else? Nothing, you know, butterflies, mm. love, nothing positive? Just frustration. Okay. It's probably probably a red flag. You know who didn't care about that? Who? Becca. No. Didn't matter to her. Uh-uh. Just, let's just get back to the Frenching as soon as possible. Yes, yes. Becca he could is... say He could say anything to her, I and know. it would be, she would... Do mental gymnastics to make it acceptable yes. and attractive. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's interesting how you know she is so transparent, and I think even more so than any other season, we're able to see like when she is under someone's spell yes. a little bit. Yes, and uh, it's funny um, on our radio station, Lori and Julia, Lori from uh, that show, yep. calls it orgasmic haze. Oh, it's like when you're just you're just feeling the you're endorphins. You're like in a cloud yes. and everything bounces off the cloud and none of it gets to you. Yes, she's wearing nothing r- can touch you. Rose-colored glasses. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was interesting because I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, you know, just casual bachelor talk sure. as you do. Yeah, like you do. <laughs> of course, like this. And we were sort of laughing about how silly we sound because we were trying to make the point that, like, actually, it seems like the show is getting a little bit more successful. Oh. Like, for years and years and years, it, like, the whole point was nobody stays together. Yeah. Like, there was, a, there was a substantial stretch where nobody yes. ever lasted. Yes. And I feel like now, like, people sort of yeah. stay together. And we were saying, or, well, my friend mentioned she feels like it's, more of a track record that way, a, a successful track record for bachelorettes yep. than it is for bachelors. Yes. Because bachelors are so swept away by the physical and by the chemistry. And it's like they're just drawn to the person who they have the most sexual spark with. And then it's like shows over, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. whereas women are thinking Maybe they're just like thinking a little harder about it or more critically or they're not quite as swept away by the physicality of it all. But I feel like with Colton, like Becca sort of is like she's getting swept away by that in a way that usually I feel like is more typical of bachelors. I don't think you're going on a limb to say that like women are more emotionally intuitive than men. I think Ben would agree with that. They're a a, a large generalization. Right. Um, Right. And and you're not you're not wrong, though. I mean, the last three bachelorettes have picked a guy and they are still with them. Rachel, Caitlin and Jojo are all still with their guys. Yep. And I think you're right that the show has become more successful and and at at the same time, the contestants have become more um, of substance. Yeah. They used to just cast crazies. And right. now these are actually kind of, these are actually people of substance, I yeah. would say. Um, mm-hmm. particularly, so that's where is a good way to find love. Particularly, yeah. <laughs> uh, particularly the actual bachelors and bachelorettes, yeah. I would say. Yep. Um, but also, I think... I don't think Colton is out of Becca's league at all, but I think that is who she is attracted Mm -hmm. to. And so I think with her, she just is attracted to him. I think in real life, I don't know that he, you know, I don't know that she would be his type. And I also don't think that he is deep enough for her. Right. So I don't think they would be people who gravitate towards each other out of this. Okay. And 
for again. I feel like that's the kind of case where it isn't going to work. Then. No, definitely yeah. not. I don't think that would work. Yeah. So I hope she doesn't choose him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone else. I hope she doesn't choose Chris. Yeah. And Chris said this last night. Becca definitely needs to win me over. Oh my gosh, gag me! No, she doesn't. No, no. You can just op- go because the opposite of what she needs to yeah. do. She's got ten other guys there. Like it was you can probably so... just go, and she would be totally, totally, maybe wouldn't even mind. She might not even notice. <laughs> she might, yeah, yeah. That was so, um, so indicative to me of where Chris is coming from. Yeah. Like it was not at all bold. It wasn't at all like I'm I'm willing to go through this hard experience to get to know you. It yeah. was just like volatile. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I've got one more from Jordan. Uh Jordan said after he was eliminated, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up alone, just like I always do. Sad. <laughs> Just like, yeah, okay, Jordan. I really don't think you care. <laughs> I think the person you like the most is is yourself. Yeah. So I, I, that felt like something he had to say to try and sound sad. <laughs> I don't think he was really sad. I think he was fine. Yeah. Okay, so um, I have one from Wayne Newton. Oh, great. Okay, so he's saying a little bit of Dankeschön, and then he's saying it again to yeah. Kathleen uh-huh. in a way that sounded identical to how it sounded before. Yeah. And then he proceeded to say, it takes on a totally different life when you sing it to someone you love. Yeah. And I was like, does it? You're like, does it? Or so- do you maybe now love her? Because then it did sound sounded, the same. Sounded exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> moment we were all everyone watching the show kind of turned to their left uh, turned to their right like did you pick up on the difference yeah. did you pick up on the difference but Mm-mm. ultimately no no Mm-mm. everyone to all of us it was the exact same only <laughs> way newton picked up on the drastic difference between those two versions oh way newton all right i got another one from okay. jordan said i mean i could probably move every part of my face and he was Aww. showing Becca examples so of his stupid. facial expressions, and he was like giddy about that, how he can move his face. That can't be real. I, I refuse to believe I that that's real. That one from Chris. Okay. When he sat down with Becca, he said, I think you owe me 50,000 kisses right now. Chris, she owes you nothing. This world owes you nothing, Chris. Yeah. Really? True. Wow. Really? Yeah. Get right in deep there, yeah. man. It doesn't. Yeah. Chris, what is going through your mind yeah. that you think that you are entitled to all of these things? Yeah. You are one of 10 guys. Mm-hmm. You're the one competing, not her. Exactly. To Wills at one point, Becca said, I'm kind of a dorky nerd, too. You know how much I hate it when people talk about being nerds. I hate or that. Or dorks. I hate that. And it's it, one of my pet peeves. Yeah, I, it is. I like hate it. Such a basic thing to for someone to be like, I'm such a dork. It's like, okay, I, the fact that you said that makes me think you're, you're absolutely not. not a dork. Real I, dorks don't talk yes. about being no, dorks. No, they don't. John Example. Doesn't, John. John doesn't talk about Never being a dork. Never did we see a conversation <laughs> with Becca and John about being dorks. No. So I, I don't buy it. I know. And I really like Will's particularly his outfits. Um, so I really hope their conversations have been deeper than that. Yes. That seems to be kind of like the only thing that we're hearing. For sure. Like Chris finally leaves and 
Wills like settles back into the couch next to Becca and it's like, okay, where were we? And Becca was like, probably talking about how nerdy we are. Yeah. And I'm like, what? what? Just because you read Harry Potter and you think you're no. such a nerd? No. No. Everyone read Harry Potter. I didn't, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. hate it when people talk about being too. nerds because real nerds don't talk about being nerds. Exactly. I mean, real anyone doesn't talk, you know, if they're trying to prove that they are some yeah. certain way, they don't yep. say it like that. They, they don't. don't just sit around and they be like, live I it. am so this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it doesn't have to be said because it's yes. so clear from just what they do in their lives. Exactly. You see the future, future, future. Predictions. So what happens next, 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 next? Okay, Mayor, my okay. front runners right now, I'm calling my final three as Colton, Garrett, and Blake. And I think okay. she's going to pick Garrett. And one thing I'll say about Blake is he's just so corny. I can't take him. Yeah. Again, he was the first one to say, I love you. He said, I'm falling in love with you yep. this week. So first one to say that. But again, well, I just... second one to say that after well, Jean Blanc. After Jean Blanc. But <laughs> I just can't take Blake really seriously. And I kind of think he has no mystery. And yeah. I think that as a result, I yep. think Becca's going to break his heart. Yeah. Because you just, you got to have a little allure. And he's just showing her do you think that he has less mystery than garrett at this point yes i do really you find garrett to be more more mysterious yes well not mysterious but garrett is just he's funnier he's sexier okay okay and that is and and he hasn't said i love you yet i mean blake just from the get-go is like oh my gosh we're so similar yeah which is another example of the like you're so nerdy like stop talking about those things for sure let it be yep uh, so yeah, I I'm, I think he'll go a little bit far. Those are my top three with okay. picking Garrett. The only two that I would add into that mix, ju- based on I mean how they are so far, but also just some of the previews for the end of the season. It looks like Wills is around for a long time, and it looks like Jason is around for a long time, which I'm super psyched about because I think that I'm really going to be liking Jason a lot. Me too, and I kind of wish Dark Horse Jason would just take it all, but I also don't because I want to continue to fake hit on him slash real hit on him oh nice 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 yeah i find him to be really really i do too i like him a (laughs) lot i know he's maybe my favorite now that my guy ryan was that his name i've already forgotten his name clearly (laughs) i've moved on but now that he's gone i feel like jason's up there for me in terms of just hotness he is he's got something he's like genuine and funny and just hot and confident yeah and does not need to overcome he's not trying that hard no he's not we're just getting swept oh up. Oh my the gosh, chase. we love Jason. We are, I know we're about the way she is with Colton. We're like that with Jason. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think those are pretty solid predictions. Love it. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review the podcast. You can even hey in your review, write down who you think is going to win. We would love to read any sort of commentary commentary that you choose to leave there. Do you uh, love away. Jason as much as us? Oh, yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Are we by ourselves over here exactly. loving Jason? Exactly. We are just sitting here talking to ourselves, and we would love to talk to you. So uh, please, again, rate and review the podcast. It's a way for us to uh, be able to catch up with you as well. Tune in for another episode next week after next week's episode of The Bachelorette. And again, thank you so much for listening to You Get a Rose.